I didn't have any plan of doing this. Um, it was like more like I'm done. I want to take a break. They, I think people have to be prepared for no's. I think people have to be prepared for saying work for free, uh, especially in the beginning. Every thought and action has a repercussion, and the more I kind of understood that, the more I stopped doubting, the more I stopped thinking so much. Advocating sustainability, it doesn't mean that okay, I've got a brand uh, campaign and these are the dates, and I'm going to post it on those dates. It means that. Hello, everybody. This is Shweta Dalmia, and welcome back to another amazing episode of the Climatepreneur Show. We are back again with another powerful conversation. Our guest today is Sonia Vajrifta, an ethical influencer and a fashion designer. And today's episode is sponsored by House of Clima. House of Clima is a brand by Climapreneur. House of Clima brings various forms of sustainability in a handcrafted buffet of local brands that are unique in their own way. Welcome to the Climapreneur Show, Sonia. I'm so excited to Thank have you, you here. And like as you we were talking, like finally we could do this. Yeah, we've really been trying to do this for a while now. <laughs> okay, Sonia, like we're gonna actually, you know, like set the atmosphere. I want to know from you, like, what is your favorite song? So I really love the song "Ain't No Mountain High" because it always gets me in the mood to either shoot or work or just motivate me. Okay, so we're gonna have Sonia Vajivda's favorite song. I don't like. I don't know if you can hear it. I'm just gonna increase the volume. Sonia, tell me like this thing that when was the last time you played this song, and why does this song like give you the motivation? So, um, it's on my favorite playlist. So quite often, like even if I'm just uh, relaxing at home or just need a break from the external noise, um, I don't know. It just puts me in a good mood. <laughs> Perfect. So now we are in a good mood, and I'm gonna start with Sonia. Like, let's for a second, like, forget how the world sees Sonia Vajivdar as. I want to know from you, Sonia. Like, how does your heart, like, how does the voice of your heart define what you are doing, and what does the voice in your heart says about the work you're doing? So, um, you know, it's been such a drastic change from uh, from being a designer that created. Plastic raincoats, uh, to going into eco-friendly clothing, and then not finding that satisfaction with that much with designing anymore, and more with kind of marketing homegrown brands. So it's been a lot of changes in the past few years because earlier designing was completely my passion, and it it really like motivated and pushed me. But I think um, the more I'm doing what I'm doing, the more satisfaction I'm feeling. um and i think at the end of the day it it kind of boils down to that right you need to uh like pursue what what you actually feel is right for the world and for yourself 
so um so with that being said it's not easy it's a struggle i know even with right now with influencing a lot of homegrown brands are struggling for with marketing budgets with getting their products out there so there's always either some negotiating about pricing or you know um basically not enough stock so it's not like it's i've chosen the easy way out in fact i would say this would probably be tougher but um but i feel like it's picking up a lot more um after the second lockdown i feel a lot of people have actually had the time to sit at home and now start new passions and homegrown brands from home and they have actually learned to believe in themselves so they really want to market their brands so um uh it's it's an ongoing journey i don't know everything about sustainability i don't think it's possible to be 100% sustainable i'm learning with each brand i promote uh but at the end of the day i just feel like even if i've done two shots you know i feel like okay i've read through the brand profile i felt it i've touched it i've used it i've experienced it and then i can actually talk about it so i think it's really important nowadays for people to be as authentic as they can and um and that's where i see uh my page going and increasing with more uh, conscious people you know uh, uh dming me and asking more questions and it's just going in in a direction that i'm i'm really enjoying right now and you know like at the end i think this is what really matters that you're enjoying the process you're loving what you do because i understand you know like we often suffer like a lot of struggles there are a lot of hardships sometimes it happens with us as well like you know there are days when i question that you know like how long like how long do i have to struggle like is it is this it but i think at the end your love for what you're doing your passion your thought really keeps you moving i you know Absolutely. initially i like when i started out i thought that all these things were really bookish that in books we read yeah. about you know just keep going but now when you actually experience it yeah. i think you understand it and yes yeah. sonia like you know firstly like thank you you know thank you for doing the work you're doing we are extremely proud of you and one very important point that you touched was authenticity it is so important to be authentic you know i feel that authenticity really connect hearts true uh, in fact you know even with brands i'm very particular to tell them that if you're sending me a beauty product i can't have a deadline to post it because unless i try it on my skin and also your skin needs time to adjust right whether it's organic whether it's natural you want to see effects before you're you're putting it out there to your viewers and your consumers because earlier like i used to get a lot of questions about uh, is it natural means is it absolutely pregnancy friendly and i can't give a guarantee for that unless the brand is like absolutely guaranteeing me that right there are things that you have to be completely sure of before saying so i'm very very particular about uh, not being pressured to post uh, under deadlines not uh, i mean actually living the slow life you know if i'm saying that i'm advocating sustainability it doesn't mean that okay i've got a brand uh, campaign and these are the dates and i'm going to post it on those dates it means that okay you're sending me a product i'm going to try it if there's some feedback i'm also going to give you the feedback and then uh, once it starts working on my skin even if it doesn't work on my skin i'm still going to post it but i'm going to give genuine feedback of what i liked and disliked about it 
so um uh i always try to show the brand in a positive note but if there is something negative i have been very transparent about returning the pieces or saying i cannot i cannot do this work because it just does not fall into and i had a an experience like that recently where you know there was just too much pressure from a brand that i worked with and i did the entire shoot i spent a long like a long sunday doing the shoot and then they wanted it in a particular way posted at a particular time and i just said you know i'm just not that's just not what i stand for so it would be going against myself to do something like that so um i think authenticity right now is is really needed because you can't have your if you have conscious consumers purchasing products that you're promoting you can't be talking nonsense you know what i mean what tell me sonia that you know like how much courage does it take to be authentic so for you yeah. what amount of courage did it took to take that step and like were people okay with you saying no to them and did you I mean, like doubt honestly, yourself i it's it's like an ongoing struggle right because firstly i've completely changed my profession so that's like i always get people saying oh but you're not going to design clothes again you know what about the clothes and i had ordered a lehenga from you long ago uh you're known as a designer what is this influencing you're doing basically that's one of the questions the other thing is that uh it's it it's a struggle every day financially also because you're dealing with brands who constantly are saying where you're doing something for the good for the planet i'm doing something good for the planet let's both do it for free but the point at the end of the day is i am marketing your products for you so ethically speaking i should be paid for my time i always tell them if you're a small homegrown brand i'm happy to support and promote you and i will do it on barter it's not that i've not done things on barter but if the brand is a grown brand which is you know available in stores and is doing well i feel like as an ethical influencer i should not be backing down and saying that okay i'll do it for free because every brand that i promote is doing something good for the planet so it's not like uh, you know i'm picking and choosing it's that i have to be fair to all the brands and to myself so it is like you said it's it's an ongoing battle greenwashing is very real uh, In fact recently I worked with a brand that did pods um so um basically pods that you put in the washing machine and uh, uh all their packaging said eco friendly biodegradable chemical free non toxins and two days later I read an article about how these pods are actually greenwashing and the 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 outside cannot be dissolved so i and this is after i posted it i've tried it i've tried it it dissolved in my machine um i used it for baby clothes so i was very concerned then you know that other chemicals going into it so i contacted the brand and i was like i need an explanation because i've already promoted y'all and the brand was you know good enough to actually go into the entire ingredient list and tell me everything that they've used and how there are some pods that are not eco friendly but that they've ro- worked really hard on their uh, on the uh, the chemistry and basically to get it to to be biodegradable and non toxic so uh, so it's it's it is a struggle because you don't want to put out something and then you know later being saying that uh, it's it's not correct what you're doing and 
the journey is absolutely real like i've gone from ignoring plants outside my house to being like a avid watching my plants grow every day uh you know i never i didn't have the time or interest to actually look at uh, a chili plant growing on my balcony and now i'm like completely obsessed so it's literally like it's a very gradual journey of how um how and which also v- took off a lot when i was pregnant i'll be honest about it because i was very very careful about the products i used and once i started using those products i i just thought why am i only careful when i'm pregnant you know it should be it should completely be an ongoing thing and then i started it it almost was like a boost to promote it more and more and now very often there are dms of people asking me you know i'm pregnant but i also want to you know continue using it for my baby and this and that so uh can you recommend a eco friendly shampoo or you know which containers are non plastic so um so as i'm going along on the journey i'm also experimenting with brands i'm able to see the effects of brands some of course will not suit suit me or suit my skin or like even food products some will not i may not like it that's not may not be my taste but at the end of the day i think that uh more influencers need to like step out of their comfort zone and just like support small businesses because right now they are the ones that need the help in the economy the most you know so yeah it's it, it's going to be a very long journey i don't think it's ending anytime soon but my main part of taking part is is journey is also about being able to teach my kid as much as i can you know in his growing up phases so that he doesn't he's not my age when he learns that you can live sustainably and zero waste free so that's a very very strong strong point in my mind right now that i need him to see how i'm behaving so that he can you know have that option at least I mean, that's pretty amazing. Also, you know, uh, like the point that you were talking about earlier. You know, there was one guest in the podcast, Nitin. He actually, you know, mentioned that one of the P's of sustainability is also profitability. It's okay, you know, like we are doing good work, but we'll be only able to continue doing this if we are profitable. Yeah. So yes, yeah. profitability is like because you know I used to be like uh, very anxious about a lot of things, like you know. money profitability should i ask them and i used to get these things always that okay you are doing good work i am doing good work i often remember talking to my team like should i do this like is it against my like a lot of doubts you know like lot of different arguments used to go into my mind that kaise but i think nitin was the one person who really made that thing clear to me that you know that profitability is an integral element of sustainability yeah so yes yeah. that, that like there. you said I, right yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean like you said that it that takes courage itself right to ask because if both brands are doing both people are doing something good that whole thing of should i just let it go this time you know i'll just do it this time that that's like a rotating thought right which which i think we as people need to like step out of because otherwise how do we sustain ourselves that definitely is there and also you know like the, when you mentioned about influencers one thing that i really noticed was that you know i feel that there are very few influencers who really feel for the product because i have received products from brands and you know i really because i know the story behind the product i i don't know i somehow i just find a different kind of attachment with the product and i feel that you know 
it's not just a product it's someone's hard work it's someone's struggles it's someone's you know that cycle of patience and not many influencers understand that i think this is one of the like other elements that i really wanted to ask you sonia that you know when you receive a product like how do you feel about the product like once a product comes to you like do you have in mind nahi yaar isko to aise banana hai like i really want people to know this kind of thing about this product so how do you plan it out so i think uh... just for example right now i have received three to four products okay so uh, one is jewelry one is a garment and one is something to do with beauty um the first thing that i look at a product is how it's packed so for me that is it's because i also had a sustainable eco friendly brand and i like it is a lot of work to get eco friendly packaging from the tape to the label like it's absolutely impossible and very expensive to that for that whole process so i feel that brands that are taking that initiative need like to be you know really commended on that because it it is a lot of uh, effort so that's the first thing i look at and i always do an unboxing just to show viewers that um, this is how the brand has come to me exactly the way it has so whether it's come in a plastic container whether it's come in a box with a uh, uh, craft uh, paper paper bubble wrap i always am uh, want want my audience to see the actual uh, authenticity of the packaging and then i i often plan um, with beauty i take my time i completely take my time uh with fashion of course because i've studied it and i've been in the industry for 10 years i'm able to shoot it quicker and give my opinion a bit quicker um now of course uh, the whole new world with baby clothes and toys and you know green uh green toys and wooden toys and so that i'm still like completely researching and trying to get my head around it and you know uh, one like actually going one step at a time with that so Uh, a, a lot of my time goes researching uh, products and how they are actually eco-friendly with with babies but with beauty and fashion that's and i i really love to shoot outdoors i know now it's like it's a struggle but uh, but whenever i go like i i keep you know my my pieces and my products for that time because i feel like you need to do justice to the brands also if you're promoting them and it's literally because i've lived it and i have worked with influencers as a designer so i know what i expected so i feel it's very important to give um the brands and of course it works for my it's a double win right you your page looks better and the the brand's page looks better so um but like i said i i feel that it needs to be a gradual process um uh, for example if someone gives you uh, a plant or like a seed seed tag or something and now all most every uh, every garment or even beauty products come with their seed tags so i've got like six plants outside just with seed tags you know so i often try to wait till something has bloomed to to post a picture of it with the product and um, and and i'd feel like more and more brands are understanding but you will have a few that are like you know we sent you a product a week ago why haven't you posted it so with them i'm completely upfront as like because i haven't experienced it as yet and my point is to give an authentic and transparent response and that is now how my pitch is that you know if you want to work with me i will be completely 
because i've i've learned right from the past that they be, and it's it's fair brands sometimes do contact you last minute they want you to be a part of their launch etc etc but then i'm not going to talk about your product you know so i can talk about my journey and how important sustainability is and you know plastic free switches i've made but and i'm not going to talk about your product if i if i've not felt it or experienced it you know like it must have to, like taken such a long time to gain this kind of confidence in you know what you're doing and what you believe in because i have seen people like a lot of you know people were coming into the space so sometimes you know like they are they feel that should i do this should i not do this am i doing the right thing but i feel that like you know with your journey also it, it is giving me right now a lot of you know motivation because i think this was one of the things that we were really talking in the morning and like hearing this from you i honestly feel that maybe i am not alone in this you know like i am not alone feeling these things like this is normal and this happens with everyone and maybe it's just I about the journey i think it has to right like it's it's your everyone's inner battle right that they're going through and i mean i had a really really tough time even not only with a viewers like with my family i mean how do you suddenly tell people or stores their store owners who meet me now and they're like oh we've not had a collection for you from so long and i'm like yeah i've stopped and then it's like oh my god you've stopped you know like something must have gone wrong so it's it's uh, honestly it's it's been a long journey and it's a lot to do with my um my my journey into spirituality also that changed a lot for me 5 years ago like just my thought process completely changed and with designing it's very very competitive and you tend to compare yourself with everyone and everything and i mean actually maybe with other industries as well i'm just putting my thoughts out there but um but i i actually expected to feel much much worse when i closed down my workshop because it was 10 years that i had been working but i felt very relieved you know i felt like uh, i don't have to deal with workers anymore i don't i mean my tailors you know there would be days that i would scream and shout and then feel bad in the night i don't have to deal with seeing waste fabric on the floor anymore i don't have there were so many things that like it was just like wow i i i think i needed you know to do this much earlier but um but it was definitely once i started believing that believing in the law of cause and effect and what you give comes back to you was when i started making these sort of changes in my life in my work it's still very like it's just been 6 years since i've been practicing uh, buddhism which basically helped me make these changes but um at the end of the day it's it's completely it's not only about prayer right it's also about your thought process changing like people can sit and uh, and pray the whole day if they want but the at the end of the day unless you're actually making changes in your actions day to day nothing's going to change outside so even in the way you speak to a person like if you speak rudely to a person you can't expect them to just keep smiling at you and say yeah okay and i'll accept whatever you say maybe once twice but the third time they're going to be like are, are you crazy how can you keep speaking to me like this so the same way uh, every thought and action has a repercussion and the more i kind of understood that the more i stopped doubting the more i stopped thinking so much you know i was a complete overthinker i could spend nights and nights thinking about things and the more i started just like enjoying the process 
and i think once you start enjoying the process then like motivation is soaring right then you're like what have i got to lose i'm doing something good for myself for the planet this is actually the right way of life you give yourself that hope and that um um you know if you feel good at the end of the day that's all that matters you know you've done your work for the day whether it's spiritually whether it's mentally whether it's physically you feel good um and i feel like that's what this this thought process and this philosophy has taught me that life is not supposed to be so difficult and so complicated as we make it you know and that's what sustainable living is all about you can live a slow peaceful pure life without being like in the depths of poverty or not being able to uh, earn money it's not about that i give up everything that would be 100% sustainable that i don't have anything then which i don't think any of us living in cities right now are interested in doing or uh, it's on our bucket list you know so it's about that balance also of getting things that you want it doesn't mean that we have to live a, like a sad life it's about enjoying life but enjoying life in a clean and good and healthy way you know like just being mindful of every moment just being mindful of everything that you're doing i think like my yoga like i was talking about this thing recently with my yoga teacher only she just like told me one thing that you know like when you're eating food eat food when you're doing something do that like just Absolutely. be mindful and of every moment and i feel that yeah. sustainability has a lot to do with mindfulness because you know like sometimes my father tells me ki hamare zamane mein you know like aisa nahi hota tha aisa. and then then i realize that why because maybe they were just enjoying every moment they were living maybe they didn't have this kind of luxury but they were just living into the moment and just being present and so they knew that why am i doing this do i really need this clothing piece or do i really need that food or like you know if there is food left Absolutely. should i just give it to someone i feel that it has like that's what do you think like i may be wrong so like you have much more experience than me but i sometimes feel that maybe they were living mindfully that's why sustainability was so strongly ingrained into them and today we are just like you know even if i talk about myself i try to do this now that if, even if i'm doing something i'm on my phone just constantly checking Absolutely. messages i was just going to say that yeah so i feel that attention time span maybe that. has reduced and that's why like this things somehow just comes up i i i completely agree like every time when i come to eat you know uh, or lunch with my parents and my grandma is there and she was like oh in our time you would never we didn't even have a phone forget you know bringing the phone on the table and it's like when you're eating eat your food and i always say yeah yeah i have some busy i have a very <laughs> important message to send i have i have to respond to this right now which is not true it could easily wait but you know what i'm also seeing is that now my baby looks at me or looks at my husband in a way like when we are on our phones like almost like shattered you know like why would you be on your phone when i'm right in front of you and i'm seeing this <laughs> like this effect happening and i'm telling myself this is happening it's because of you it's happening <laughs> but i'm still unable to keep my phone right. in the room you know it's a crazy like it it's just now about conditioning that i have to tell my and even when i'm talking to you about this i'm like okay from tomorrow you're not bringing your phone on the table but it it's mental conditioning right at the end of the day and i think it has like lot to do with because you know like just living in the moment like for example like 
I used to all like think about ki what's going to happen in the future how are things are going to turn out to be but I think that it's like again like going back to the previous point it's just living in the present enjoying the process as you said and also you know like Sonia you were talking about this thing earlier that when you really switch from you know like you were running your own label to being an ethical influencer so like how did your family react to it like were they happy did they understand did the people understand and if not like did their notions or did their perspectives really you know kind of bothered you on a personal level so i think there was disappointment uh definitely i think my husband was probably the only one who understood um and supported me uh it took a while for my parents to actually like see that i'm actually working with something else uh my it and also my friends right they'll always like send me stuff to do with designing or uh, a lot of them don't understand but that being said a lot of them right now since the past lockdown this last one year have really gotten into sustainable living so they are absolutely purchasing the products that and i'm seeing it right like i went on a trip out of bombay a few weekends ago and i had uh, promoted this this water bottle this sustainable water bottle and i have it I have it with me and everyone on the trip had the bottle and they were like you know they don't <laughs> tell me that they're doing it but everyone has purchased this bottle and it's like wow guys they were like yeah yeah we saw it on your page and you know it they look really nice and so even it, it it was a great feeling actually because like now I get stopped at places with my friends we like oh you know that 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 face mask you recommended I'm using it and it's not like you get direct dms with people telling you this but like it's great when in person people are telling you oh, you know you're doing really good stuff and keep it up so that also kind of keeps you going but that being said it was crazy amounts of doubt to get the switch of course it was like bitter sweet because i still have stock that i'm selling at different places i i don't want anything to go to waste so um so i am i gift lots of pieces to my friends because in a shoot even if there's like a slight damage you can't sell it at a store so there there is dead stock that i still have to get rid of um but but i i didn't want anything to go to waste from my workshop so i made sure that like uh, a person who has another studio you know took it at a lesser took my machines at a lesser price uh, my mannequin went to another tailor i wanted to make sure that you know if it's being used so much it goes to a proper place so it was it was quite a crazy journey to even shut down but um i don't regret it at all i don't regret it and i'm and when you like started up did you like uh, had those kinds of things ki agar ye nahi chala to what would i do or what will people say like did that sort of like thing happened yeah absolutely in fact i think when i shut i didn't have any plan of doing this um it was like more like i'm done i want to take a break i had gone into the eco conscious clothing but i hadn't th- thought of influencing because also my work had a lot of social media attached to it right oh, just brand selling and pop ups etc etc so i was just like i need a break from everything and i moved to dubai actually at that time so it was a quick shot i got married at the same time my husband was staying there so we moved there 
And and that that was actually when I said, okay, I can't just, I'm not the type to just sit doing nothing, right? I realized when I went there. So I started teaching fashion at a school there. And um, while teaching fashion, I, I kind of started going into the sustainability angle of fashion, of being zero waste, etc. Uh, and started kind of reviewing products for uh, international magazines in Dubai. So a lot of people would send me the product. At that time, there was no payment. I was just doing it to be able, because I'd never even experienced completely clean beauty products. I was going through a complete detox, my hair, my skin. Everything was like feeling these natural products for the first time because I had uh, a lot of skin problems also through my teen years. So I have used like the harshest chemicals on my skin to get rid of things. So it was like a complete journey from the beginning, you know, that I'm actually using it, experiencing it, writing about it, that started getting attention. Then for one year, I was only writing about it in magazines. And then I started influencing and posting it on Instagram. And it started like a very natural sort of slow, I will not say fast at all, very, very slow um, start to the point where now it's become quite active. And I have to make sure that I'm keeping track of, you know, everything that's some things just come as gifts, right? So then I have to keep track of everything that's come and uh, how long I'm using for a product for before posting it, or when the product has come to me, so I'm able to schedule. So it's become quite busy, which is not something I expected, but I'm glad. I'm glad that um, more brands are taking this seriously and that uh, it's uh, it's going in a good and healthy direction. And also, you know, Sonia, like for someone who really wants to start his or her journey into this arena to being an ethical influencer, what would you tell them to be prepared for or something that social media doesn't tell? Because, you know, on social media, sometimes everything looks glamorous. It just looks good. So what yeah. like what would your advice to be someone who really wants to be into the space of ethical influencing? With followers, you have to be extremely careful because it's very easy to get followers that are spam, giveaway accounts, men. Just recently, I put up a post where I said like every uh, two weeks, I kind of delete spam followers because they're not adding to me and they're people who send me some ridiculous messages at times. So I am deleting those people because they don't add value to me or to my page. I think people have to be prepared for no's. I think people have to be prepared for saying work for free. uh, Especially in the beginning. uh, Till you kind of build build you know um, some sort of page for yourself Uh, and I think people have to be prepared to know when to say no to work for free more importantly Uh, because there'll be it doesn't mean you have to post every day it doesn't mean you have to have a brand endorsement every day but it means that sometimes just being your authentic self also and just like a family picture or something you genuinely believe in you know a personal post will get you much further than making sure you put brand campaigns up every single day, you know. So um, it's, and you have to be like prepared for backlash and comments, which sometimes you don't want to hear or see, or, you know, hard questions, which will come up and say, oh, but you know, you're promoting a sustainable lifestyle, and you're not vegan, how does that work, you know. So that's a question I've got completely through my journey and it's 
it's had like some very very rude comments and you know and oh, and another newer thing is that you know you talk about being sustainable and you've had a child so you should be kind of you know it's so there are things that everyone has their own idea of sustainable or being eco friendly zero waste etc so you have to be very true to your journey and have your answers ready i would say but um, but apart from that just to enjoy it because it's something you're doing from because you believe in it right this you're not doing it actually as it's my my of course it will make you money but uh, it's more that you should be absolutely true to yourself with your posts definitely and you know like i feel that sustainability is like you know you have to walk in a collaborative approach for example you know something i can be inspired from you i know something you can and it sometimes you know i feel that this is one of the reasons that people don't speak like completely transparently about what like the kind of lifestyle they're leading because they feel like there's a fear of being judged that you know like if i say this like maybe someone is going to judge me and i feel that that really needs to open up and people really need to understand that everyone is on a different journey and like we really need to handhold each other walk forward but i like this is one thing that i have also heard like from so many people that that fear of being judged is one other aspect that's really stopping people in talking openly about challenges that they face while adopting a sustainable lifestyle yeah yeah absolutely absolutely i mean that that's again like everyone's own journey right of how they also behave if someone is judging them and it that's going to happen people are going to have comments about you especially if you're putting yourself in a public profile you can't expect people not to people have a lot of time on their hands also these days right to like really go into depth of a person but it's about how much you take in and how much you throw out and also like sonia because like i want because today the word influencer is very loosely used so like what is your definition of an influencer who do you think so, is an influencer know, so actually it it's really funny because i didn't really think much of this word but a few once ago a friend came to me and she was like you influenced me so i said what she was like yeah you influenced me <laughs> and she's like i have to show you something and she like took the obviously on video call cuz we're not meeting um she took the video um into her bathroom and like half the product she had were things that i had posted and she was like see what i mean you influenced me and i was like okay that obviously <laughs> this is working somehow but i i don't really think much about it but um but i guess it is uh somehow I feel my work kind of throwing light on products that people are un, uh, are not easily available. So that is my my thought behind it that I need to make sure that say for example um right now I'm talking to a brand who's actually going to uh do something like a plant consultation with me to say that uh, and I would love to promote them. I'm not going to charge them because I feel like a lot of people would benefit from from just knowing how you know if you're using your seed tags to plant something and it's not growing and you now you've got a plant which is just not flourishing um there is a you know a page which you can go to which gives you like a monthly subscription of how to make sure your plants flourish so there are these interesting things and interesting people doing amazing things which which needs to be promoted more which needs to like be emphasized on more 
I mean, things like, for example, just an example, like during pregnancy, a very common product, uh, problem is dry scalp, okay? And it's not spoken about much because pe- people probably think oh, it's a very embarrassing problem to have, you know, I have dandruff, it's so an embarrassing problem. But there's a brand that makes like an entire kit, you know, of a... Um, of an anti-dandruff hair mask, uh, an anti-dandruff shampoo and an anti-dandruff spray, which I've been trying and it's like worked miracles, you know, on me. So I was just like, why do people not know about this? Especially, you know, people who are going through pregnancy, post-pregnancy or even like during monsoon or something like that when, you know, your scalp gets dry. So there are these, there are these amazing products which people are making out of completely it's made out of aloe and lime etc <coughs> which can make a huge difference so i think uh, my main job is to find these and then make them available to my consumers basically that's amazing i think your bio also reads like that in your instagram bio yeah <laughs> yeah sustainable <laughs> okay. solutions yeah Yes. <laughs> also, you know, like, as you're talking earlier about Buddhism, like you mentioned that, you know, you practice Buddhism. I think I saw somewhere that when like, while the time you started practicing Buddhism, you were facing like a really rough patch, like in your life at that point of time. So yeah. something like what really gave you the strength and motivation to practice it like consistently and with an open heart? And how has that experience shaped you? So I think when I started... Firstly, I didn't think I could do something every day, especially not prayer. I didn't, I wasn't that sort of person at all. I completely doubted even like doing it once a week, you know. I was like, I'm I'm too busy for this. That was my first uh, answer. My second was that, and, uh, and in Buddhism, you have to pray twice a day. You have to meet people that you don't, uh, you don't know. I'm not that person too. I was like, I'm not going to go into a group of strangers and, talk about myself that's absolutely just not up my alley at all I have my own friends and these were like the initial thoughts and uh, uh, and I was yeah absolutely in a very rough patch I had broken up with my ex-boyfriend at that time my uh, my business uh, my closing business uh, an investor had like completely ripped me off so I was like at my lowest of those Um, and my aunt actually told me in a very like uh, you know, that's the thing with Buddhism is it's voluntary. You don't, it, no one's telling you to do it. You do it if you want to do it to change your life. And she was like, try it for a month. And if you don't like it, don't do it. You know, no one's, no one's forcing you to do anything. You want a difference in your life. So I started it and I did it somehow very diligently. I, uh, I actually hid at home while doing it. Not because I thought anyone would have anything against it, but I didn't know what to tell anyone, right? Like, what's suddenly going on in my life? To the point where I'd literally um, pray in the bathroom with my washing machine on so no one would hear me. So it uh, it was literally to that extent of um, of hiding. And then, um, and then one day, I think my sister came home and I was in my bedroom doing it. And she was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? So I said, okay, now I, I can't lie. So I told her what I was doing and she was like, oh, that's why you become better. So I was like, what do you mean better? <laughs> and she was like, oh, you become much nicer. So I was like, oh, okay. So obviously like changes had started <laughs> right. happening already and I didn't 
I didn't even realize it. You know, it's kind of like it started to clean me or whatever. My thoughts, I didn't, I don't know exactly what was happening. But uh, six months down the line, it made such a difference to me that my whole family started practicing. My uh, friends started practicing. Um, my Now my in-laws, my sister-in-law, my husband, everyone, my my kid is obsessed with it. So basically, he the minute he wakes up, he's like this. So I'm like, I can't do it now. Let's like, you know, a little later. And every time I stop praying, he's like this. I'm like, oh my God, I did it so much when I was pregnant <laughs> that it's like now in him. But uh, but uh, but the whole, it, it's not even about the praying. It's about the philosophy of just understanding that what you do is going to come back to you, you know. So you want to be good to people. You want to be good to the planet. You want to be good to anyone or anything, it'll come back to you. It's not an overnight process. That again is a struggle of like, every time you want to do it, you'll think of thousand excuses. You know, I'd rather watch TV. I'd rather do, I'll do it after five minutes. It's that constant battle with yourself. I've done that but, with my yoga classes millions of times. I mean, exactly, right? Anything good takes so much convincing from yourself to do. But uh, but it has complete like without any doubt, I can say it's completely changed my life. Like it's completely changed my aspect with relationships, with my family, with my husband, what I thought a perfect relationship should be. You know, everything has changed. What I thought perfect work should be, what I thought uh, a perfect life should be. Of course, there'll be like downslides here and there. And then I have to remind myself, oh, okay, hello, you went there before, <laughs> you know, right. snap out of it quickly. But, um, but uh, I mean, to the point that it's made such a big difference in my life that we, uh, my husband and I had a Buddhist wedding and uh, we introduced almost a hundred people to it at our wedding, you know, who also now around the world are practicing and, having benefits from it um i wouldn't say that uh, everyone is as committed to it as i am or my family is but this is something that you have to experience and i think uh, the 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 thing i liked about it is that until you get proof you should not be promoting it so uh, so only when i actually saw proof uh, and when my sister told me oh you become nicer then i was like oh okay so I, something has happened, you know, and uh, and there've been too many experiences for me just to ignore that, you know. There's been like I wouldn't say like just unexpected things that will start happening, but it's it's the main philosophy of like you do good, you get good back. There's no two ways about it. It's logical, you know. It's it's literally like uh, there's you can't escape falling sick, you can't escape death, you can't escape illness, but you can escape being rude and hurting people and have them hurt you back because that's in your hands so so I think that's a, uh, almost like the basis and the crunch of the philosophy which I try to follow even if I can't pray as much now because I have a baby I try to um, embed that philosophy just in daily life like uh, exactly what you said uh, like you completely reminded me of the present moment thing which I have obviously happily put out of my mind for a while now but to be in the present moment is one of the main main things they teach is that when you're there, be there and nowhere else, you know. So I guess yoga and it's all so connected, spirituality, everything is, you know, it's all just one big thing that's teaching us to better ourselves. So 
yeah so that's where that's there you know like just like at the just the last thing i think like i was just talking to my yoga teacher the other day i was like there's some fear in me so she was like you're living in future living in future gives you fear surrender to the god have that trust and you know just start living more consciously so i think yes like that definitely is there i think that you know the like the point that you mentioned about buddhism that when you had to prove yourself only then you told people i think that really like reflects in your work as well now like all these thing have been like just so beautifully embedded like you know like not just to like you know say you but like when i looked at your profile when i looked at your pictures there was really the sense of positivity you know like there was some positivity that i could feel you know like be it the smile like it was literally as pure as it can be you know i think so that i i don't know like so i really feel that when you're doing good when you, when you're doing the good thing when doing it from the heart people really connect with it and i think with you that definitely is there and once again you know like thank you for doing the good work thank you for spreading no. goodness around and thank you for being so patient with my ridiculous schedule we've been like no, knocked no, down no, no, with the no. uh, one sickness after the other in this house and it's literally just it been going back and forth it was meant to happen forth. today and uh, you know as we say these stars align and just happen at the yeah. best moment it can happen so like yeah, definitely true. thank you so much for doing what you do and thank, thank you, you. Thank you today morning also we were facing like all these little battles which we were ha- i was having in my head talking to you it makes me feel more calmer it makes me trust the process even more that it's okay like i'm not alone we all are in this and it's okay to feel that way sometimes yeah, yeah. so thank you so much sonia thank, thank you. you thank you